Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Living Healthy Podcast. I invite you to check out the Living Healthy Podcast store for all the coolest podcast merchandise. The link will be in the description of the podcast. Eyesight is perhaps the number one thing that we all take for granted. This is especially true if we don't need any type of corrective lenses early on in our lives. Most people don't think about their vision until they hit their 40s and their visual acuity begins to stray. This is natural, and as we get older, we can tend to develop things like cataracts and macular degeneration. Vision changes are as certain as taxes and death. For those of you old enough to remember when a car headlight would burn out, you would simply change it out with another bulb. Today's headlight technology of Xeon and LED lighting allows headlights to last a lot longer, sometimes for decades. That is why the concept of changing headlight bulbs may be a bit vague to young, the uh, younger generation. Just imagine if we were able to swap out an eye that's giving trouble and replace it with a nice shiny new one. Unfortunately, medical science has not gotten us there yet. God willing, with stem cell research, that might be a possibility in the future. For now, we have to make the best of what we have and to take care of what we have. What if I told you that there are certain things that you can do to ward off eye problems and drastically improve eye health? There are natural, simple, and productive ways to do this. We just have to implement them and dedicate ourselves to improving our eye health. Every day, our eyes work hard. We normally blink between 15 to 20,000 times a day and up to 7 million times a year. In addition, your eyes are affected daily by toxins in the air, sunlight, dust, pollen, contact lenses, stress, computer screens, and phone screens. There are things that we can do to help our eyes. This includes diet, exercises, proper eyewear, and resting your eyes. Tonight, I'll go over the eye and what we can do to improve and bolster eye health. Tonight's podcast is entitled, Natural Ways to Improve Vision and to Prevent Blindness. The eye is a fascinating organ. We often take our eyesight for granted and don't think about the complex process of seeing. When we see, light enters the cornea and the light bends, allowing it to pass through the pupil. The iris makes the pupil bigger or smaller depending on the situation. If there's a lot of light, the pupil is smaller. If there's a small amount of light, the iris makes it bigger. The light is then shown through the lens of the eye and is angled through the vitreous of the eye. It is then focused onto the retina. Then the retina converts the light into electrical impulses that the brain can understand. God made the eye so incredible and so intricate that the entire process I just described takes place in less than a second. Common Eye Problems The most common eye problems in the world are myopia, nearsightedness, hypermetropia, farsightedness, and presbyopia, um, which are changes around the mid-40s. I'm not going to discuss near and farsightedness uh, due to the fact that uh, some genetic eye problems um, really can't be prevented. However, going to your eye doctor every year or two is recommended in order to know what's going on with your eye. In addition, um, I'll cover some foods and exercises that can help you to take better care of your eyes and give you the best vision possible. 
So that in itself is what you can really do with inherited eye problems. Conjunctivitis, better known as pink eye, is the inflammation of the clear protective layer that covers the eye and the inner eyelid. Allergies, dirt, bacteria, and viruses are the most common things that can cause this condition. Children tend to get this when they don't wash their hands properly after using the bathroom. In some adults, this can happen, but it's more common in very young children. Pollen can affect the eye drastically during allergy season. Dirt and bacteria can contaminate contact lenses, thereby infecting the eye. It's very important that contact lens wearers wash their hands before handling their contacts. In addition, rinsing the lens case properly and using fresh solution every single time you store your lenses is vital. Viral infections are responsible for conjunctivitis as well. Adenoviruses and herpes viruses are the most common pathogens. The coronavirus can also be absorbed through the eye. When the pandemic started, this is where face shields were given the green light for optimizing maximum protection. The thing is, your exposure comes from a person who is infected as they can expel droplets in the air that can come into contact with the mucosa of your eyes. On the National Library of Medicine's website, there's an article by A.A. Daywood called Transmission of SARS-CoV-2 virus through the ocular mucosa worth taking precautions. He states that COVID-19 droplets can contaminate the conjunctiva of the eye and that there were percentages of infected people who had eye problems, particularly eye infections, and that COVID was detected in samples of their tears. I'm going to list some natural home remedies for conjunctivitis. Granted, the things I am mentioning are for handling mild to moderate conjunctivitis. If you're experiencing severe eye pain, blurred vision, or your eye is swollen shut, you need to seek medical, medical attention. Uh, what we have to understand is that if you're generally healthy, then you can heal on your own. Uh, God designed our bodies and the immune system that way. Granted, he also gave man the foresight to produce medication, so depending on your level of infection, that would dictate your level of treatment. Natural home remedies for conjunctivitis include saline eye drops. Uh, saline is the most, on its most basic level, is sodium chloride in water. It has a pH of 5.5 and has the same level, mixture-wise, of human tears. The difference is normal human tear pH is between 6.5 and 7.6. Uh, the lower the pH, the more acidic, which is a good thing as saline is used for more than just eye drops. It's used to debride uh, wounds and flush the sinus cavity. Using saline eye drops to flush the eye can be a natural way to combat mild to moderate conjunctivitis. Using a warm compress can help deliver soothing warmth and comfort. A cold compress can alleviate pain and swelling. For the ladies, it's advised to stop wearing eyeliner, mascara, and eyeshadow until the conjunctivitis subsides. In addition, there are some eye makeups that may cause conjunctivitis. If it is determined that it was caused by the makeup, then there are organic makeup and limited ingredient makeups that are available. In addition, contact lens wearers are obviously encouraged to put in a new set of lenses, or if the condition is bad enough, discontinue using the lens of the affected eye until the infection subsides. 
Other important things are obvious but need to be mentioned. Washing your hands very well before touching your eyes is advised. In addition, changing your pillowcases and sheets is also advised. You can also make a honey water eye rinse. Simply boil some water, and for every cup of water, use three to five teaspoons of organic Manuka honey. Um, as soon as it's done boiling, mix in the honey as the heat will help it to dissolve. After it has thoroughly cooled, get a sterile eyedropper and rinse the affected eye. Do this a few times a day or as needed. Eye floaters. Now these are when you see uh, thin, clumpy, squiggly lines. Seeing them once in a great while is normal. This is a normal condition as your eyes change uh, as you age. If you see a lot of them, or you are continuously seeing them, then you must consult your ophthalmologist at once as this could be a sign of retinal detachment. Um, as I stated, if you see a lot of them all the time, that's when there is a cause for alarm. Floaters come from the jelly-like fluid in the eye, which is called the vitreous humor. What happens is, as we age, the vitreous shrinks and forms small clumps. These clumps are the floaters that we see. Although eye floaters can occur naturally as we age, there are natural things that we can do to help minimize them. The most basic thing to do is to get adequate rest. It may be hard to squeeze eight hours of sleep into our busy lives, but that is something to work on as a treatment. Another treatment is to wear sunglasses. Sunglasses not only help to keep dirt and microscopic debris from our eyes, but shielding your eyes from very bright sunlight helps your eyes and allows you to see better. Also, use adequate lighting. When we are young, our vision is as good as it'll ever get. Using light in a dark or mildly dark environment prevents the eye from working unnecessarily harder. You put more strain on your eye to see and focus in a dark environment, juxtaposed to seeing in a light environment. So simply turning on a light to read or to complete the task you're doing will not only allow you to complete what you're doing, but your eyes will thank you for it as well. Rotating your eyes clockwise and counterclockwise is a good exercise to reduce eye floaters. Some people state that they work, while others claim it had no change on their condition. I advise you to try it for yourself and see. You can also eat bilberries. Uh, bilberries look like blueberries, but they have a very different taste. The anthocyanin is what gives the berry its color, and this is what can help alleviate the condition. You may not find bilberries at a conventional supermarket. Uh, this is a product that will more, more or less likely be available at an organic supermarket. If you're not able to find them, um, you can opt for a supplement in capsule form. Optic neuritis is the next condition. This happens when the optic nerve becomes inflamed. This can affect one eye or both and is very painful. Vision can become blurry and distorted. This vision loss can be temporary, but it can be also be permanent. It's mostly a cause of a neurological disorder like multiple sclerosis. However, the underlying cause is unknown. Sometimes it resolves itself on its own. That being said, some viral and bacterial infections can cause this condition, such as encephalitis and tuberculosis. As far as who is affected, it appears that women are more likely to develop this condition than men. 
If you experience sharp pain behind your eyes and loss of vision, immediately go to your doctor and follow your provider's directive. In addition to the treatment plan of your doctor, there are natural things that you can do to help your eyes. The most obvious is to rest your eyes and to use a cold compress. Cold is advised as the ice will reduce inflammation. Try to apply an ice pack to the temples a few times a day. Another thing is to take a warm bath in Epsom salt. Your skin is the largest organ on the body, and even though it's waterproof, it's waterproof to a point. It can also absorb anything that it comes into contact with. The magnesium and Epsom salt in the water is absorbed in the body, resulting in reduced inflammation. Another thing you can do is to use essential oils. Take lavender oil, coconut oil, and a dropper. Mix five drops of lavender oil to every one drop of coconut oil. Take the mixture and apply a few drops to the temples and head and neck to keep down inflammation. Lavender oil contains inflammatory and analgesic properties. This oil mixture is absorbed through the skin and it can help the condition. You can do the same with peppermint oil by mixing five drops to one drop of coconut oil. The menthol content in peppermint oil can have the same effect as lavender oil. Try the essential oils two to three times a day. The reason you mix it with coconut oil is pure lavender and pure peppermint oil are very potent and in some instances they can irritate the skin. So you use a carrier oil like coconut oil to dilute and thin it down. An anti-inflammatory diet is also ideal for this condition and consists of salmon, tuna, avocados, and large leafy greens. Cataracts are the most common vision loss issue for people over 60. There are over 20 million Americans that have cataracts. Cataracts naturally and normally occur as we get older. The lens of the eye becomes cloudy. Colors can seem not as bright and vision can appear distorted or hazy. What happens is that the proteins that make up the lens break down and bunch up together on the lens, preventing clear vision. Risk factors include being over 60, being a woman, being overweight, and being exposed to excessive amounts of sunlight. Once an ophthalmologist diagnoses cataracts, depending on the level of or progression of the cataracts, surgery may be an option. Protecting your eyes with sunglasses, using glasses to read, and using appropriate lighting to help you see are the most obvious ways to deal with cataracts. You can only really eat differently, which means a lot more foods with omega-3 fatty acids like salmon and tuna. Turmeric is also a great natural way to help treat your cataracts. Turmeric contains curcumin, which is a lipophilic compound that battles inflammation and oxidation in the body. Along with having great effects on systems in the body, it can also help battle cataracts. On chemical-biological interaction, there's an article by Manikandan, Thea Garajhan, Baleha, and others called Anti-Cataractogenic Effect of Curcumin and Aminoguanidine Against Selenium-Induced Oxidative Stress in the Eye Lens of Wistar Rat Pups, an in vitro study using isolated lens. In their study, they used isolated rat lenses and found that curcumin stopped oxidative stress and delayed cataracts from forming. 
To help fight against cataracts, you can simply add curcumin uh, to your diet. Uh, sprinkle it on your favorite dishes and soups. You can also have turmeric tea. To make this, you simply cut up some organic turmeric. Try using a piece about the size of the tip of your thumb um, to your thumb knuckle. Add it to 12 to 24 ounces of water and bring it to a boil. Let it cool and strain it. And you can add a spoonful of organic manuka honey if you want. You can also make turmeric milk. Use a small pot and add a cup or so of almond milk. Then add half a spoonful of turmeric powder and a couple of dashes of ground cinnamon or half a stick of cinnamon. Heat it up on the stove for a few minutes on a low heat and then serve with a spoonful of manuka honey. Try to make sure that all the ingredients are organic. Macular degeneration is another common eye condition. There are two types, wet macular degeneration and dry macular degeneration. This mostly happens in older people over the age of 60. According to the Mayo Clinic, they state that you are at risk if you are either over 55, white, smoke, or are overweight. The majority of people that have AMD will have the dry variant. What happens is this. Lipids and proteins can form under the retina. These lipids and proteins are called drusen, and they form as a natural part of the aging process. Drusen is waste products from the eye, like dead cells. Over time, an increase in drusen can cause the retina to deteriorate. In dry AMD, vision becomes blurry as the buildup of drusen causes vision to get blurry. Over time, you can gradually lose your eyesight. In wet AMD, weak blood vessels grow behind the retina, and because they are weak, they leak blood and lipids and can cause the retinal cells to stop functioning properly. Ways to help prevent or mitigate this condition is to maintain a healthy weight and seeing your ophthalmologist often. Natural ways to help are to take cod liver oil daily. The omega-3 fatty acids aid in eye health. Food like tuna and salmon are rich in omega-3. Also, white meat chicken is a good protein for eye health. You can increase your intake of vitamin A rich foods like eggs, spinach, kale, broccoli, cantaloupe, and sweet potato. You can also have ginkgo biloba. You can have it as a tea or as a daily supplement. Glaucoma is another common eye issue. Glaucoma is actually a class of diseases that damages the optic nerve. Essentially, it is the increase of the intraocular pressure in the eye. Normal eye pressure is between 10 to 21 millimeters of mercury. Eye pressure of 22 or higher is considered high. Having this high pressure over a long period of time can damage your vision. This pressure can put stress and strain on the optic nerve, which can result in blindness. The optic nerve is how the eye sends signals to the brain. Doctors are not entirely sure what causes the condition, as it's not like macular degeneration or cataracts, as it is not age-related. What they do know is that fluid can build up in the eye, causing an increase in eye pressure. Risk factors include being over 40, being nearsighted or farsighted, being diabetic, being black, having high blood pressure, or suffering any kind of eye trauma. Treatment from your doctor may include drops and or surgery. 
in addition to that, there are things you can do like keeping your weight and blood pressure under control. Other things you can do would be to try to sleep with your head elevated. Um, laying flat does increase the eye pressure. Um, increase omega-3 acids uh, in your diet. Um, exercise a lot. Um, eat a lot of vitamin A rich foods. And a big one here is to avoid caffeine. Um, so you'll have to give up that coffee or just have decaf. You can have fruits rich in vitamin C like oranges, lemons, kiwis, and grapefruits. You can also consume foods high in vitamin B like lean beef, beans, asparagus, avocados, lentils, and brown rice. Another vitamin that can help is vitamin E. So make sure to include foods like wheat germ, almonds, mangoes, butternut squash, sunflower seeds, sunflower oil, and beets. General things you can do to improve overall eye health. What we can do to improve or prevent eye problems. Consider this to be routine maintenance. This routine maintenance would include eating the healthy foods that I mentioned throughout the podcast. You don't have to wait until something happens to start paying attention to your body. Sadly, often this is the case. I'm encouraging you to start today. The sooner you start, the better your vision will be in the long run. Another thing you can do, and this is very important, is to use the 20-20-20 rule. In this day and age, everyone is using a computer and has to look at a monitor, whether it be for work or play. Computers are a normal part of our daily lives. For those who don't know, the 20-20-20 rule is this. For every 20 minutes that you're looking at a computer screen or computer monitor, stop and look at something 20 feet away for 20 seconds. Doctors discovered that it takes about 20 seconds for your eyes to rest, so it was called the 20-20-20 rule to make it easy for folks to remember. I know about this rule, and I am guilty of not following it all the time. I am going to adhere to this rule moving forward. Uh, if the 20-20-20 rule uh, cannot work for you, the next best thing is to rest your eyes for a few minutes every two hours or so. Computer glasses can be bought at a local retail store, or they can be incorporated into your prescription eyewear. They have a protective coating that helps against glare, thereby improving contrast and reducing eye strain. You may also want to use dark mode on your computer to ease eye strain. And if you use your phone at night, which we all do, you should limit the time that you use it. Your eyes will actually dilate with limited light, which can make it hard to focus. Eye massages are also ideal as they help your eyes to relax and massaging also helps to relieve muscle tension. You can close your eyes and use your index finger and thumb to gently massage your eyebrows and the muscles around your eye sockets, making sure to include the bridge of your nose. Next, you can use your thumbs to gently massage the areas above the corner of your eyes. You can also use your index and middle finger to massage your temples in a circular motion. A warm compress on the eyes can help alleviate muscle tension. It provides a relaxing sensation and can improve circulation. The heat from a warm compress helps the meibomian glands. These are glands that are inside the eyelid, along the lashes, and they produce an oil called meibomian. The purpose of the oil is to prevent the tear film, 
which is the wet coating of the eye, from drying out. It also allows the eye to be airtight when we close our eyes so no debris or dust can enter. The heat from a warm compress helps to unclog tear ducts and swelling due to eye infections. Other simple things you can do would be to wear sunglasses, especially if you live in a sunny state like California, Arizona, Texas, Florida, etc. If you're out working in your yard, trimming trees, mowing the grass, or planting flowers, you know, things like that, um, it would be a good idea to wear a pair of safety glasses or goggles. Keep in mind, your eyes can absorb things, and it is a great idea to protect them any way that you can. It may seem simple enough to not even mention, but the smallest things make the biggest difference. Keep in mind that the things I mentioned earlier for eye conditions are to be used in as a preventative measure for eye care, or to be used in conjunction with a plan of care from your ophthalmologist. The biggest preventative measure for eye care is to go to your eye doctor every year or two to stay on top of what your eyes are doing. That's going to do it for episode 9 of season 2 of the Living Healthy Podcast. As always, thank you for your continued support. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.